If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. This DJ beat on, I'm jumping off the porch of Dirty Little Bastard. Representing Port Arthur, Texas. All right, so we got the one and only DJ Beto jumping off the porch with us What's today. What's up with you, bro? Man. How you doing, my man? I'm feeling great, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Welcome, bro. What's up with it, man? I appreciate to be on this platform. Nah, I appreciate you, you know, making our journey down here to the A, man, to come mm. see us, too. Yes, man. sir. What's up with it? Yeah, man. That's the first time. How we feeling today, man? Feeling good. Feeling good, man. This, we had to reschedule this for my reasons. I wanted to pull up the plaques, man. I wanted to, you know, I can't pop, I can't pop it like I need to pop it without yeah. showing what hard work bring. Nah, absolutely, man. Yeah, we're gonna touch on all the plaques and everything, man. But first, you know, shout out your homeboy somebody today, man, too. I got man, I got DJ Hard here to whip him one time. Yes, sir. Houston, Texas. You know what I'm saying? I'm representing PA. Okay. UGK alumni, long little pimp chad, long little nip. Nah, definitely, bro. So, you know, man, like you said, from Port Arthur, man, mm -hmm. I need you to fill me in. I ain't never been to Port Arthur. Hey, man. All I know is from UGK songs, but right there, I'm right, sure right. it's a little different today, though. So kind of just break down the culture. Man, you Port know, Arthur, down there. man, uh, of course, you know, it's a shell of what it used to be, but mm -hmm. Port Arthur is still going to forever be home, man, land of the trio. You know what I'm saying? That trio shit started on Short Texas. That's where I'm, I'm from the west side of Port Arthur, born and raised. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was able to sit back and watch UGK turn into legendary icons and to be a part of it is just, man, it's unimaginable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's been a journey though. Nah, absolutely, man. So like, where does this journey begin for you? Did, like, uh, man, I've been playing instruments my whole life. Of course, yeah, I started DJing because yeah. if I'm gonna do something, I need to know it from the inside out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So of course, I've always been in love with music, been playing instruments my whole life. Okay. Piano, saxophone, drums. Huh. I stayed in the band long enough to fit to figure out what I was gonna do with the music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, we finna go down through there right now. Yeah. So you know, a lot of producers today can't play instruments. They don't know how. Like it's a different day though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's they come up in the fruity loop stage of it. The <laughs> loops, like buying loops. Yep. You know what I mean? And producing through loops. Yeah. So yeah. how do we go from DJing to making beats then? I always been Beto, but I put the DJ in front of my name because of Beto One. Hmm. Beto One is who is one of Rap a Lot's soul producers, and uh, I put the DJ on it because when I started making my name in the streets, I wanted to separate myself from it, and I got his blessings. Like okay. Beto been my name since shit. I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? It's a childhood nickname, but uh. I put the DJ in front of it out of respect to Beto One, so shout out to Beto. Okay. So OG who were some John of the Beto. Okay. Yeah. So who were some of the first artists you had worked with that were able to the rap? The very on first, uh, I say the shit, the Hershelwood Hardheads. That's a part of the screwed up clique. Okay. Uh, they used to drive down to Port Arthur in like 04, 05, and we had a studio called Hiroshima that was founded by uh, Innisfil Records. Hmm. Uh, they had DJ DMD, was the, the artist, the lead artist there that did 25 Lighters. Okay. And they did a deal with Electrum uh, while I was in high school when they built a studio on the west side of Port Arthur. So uh, 
I moved to Florida for college and I would be coming back and forth and I ended up getting the keys to the studio and I had them pulling up in Port Arthur. Okay. Fucking with me on the beat. So shout out Duke, huh. shout out Knock, Archie Lee. Yeah. So you mentioned going to Florida, you going to Full Sail? I went to Full Sail. Okay. And so what was that experience three. like there? Uh, that was my first introduction to uh, just the game. Hmm. It's all about who I'm in the classrooms with. Like, I, I know how to network and do what need to be done. You know, it wasn't necessary. I paid for game to go to that school. That's really what that was. I already knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? I, it would have been easier for me to go just get 10, 20,000 or somebody like a, somebody I could shadow and learn it from rather than go to school for it. But I ain't going to knock it, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So after that first placement, what happens after that? The first placement. The first placement was on this UGK album that went number one. Okay. When it dropped, uh, it's called Grind Hard. I produced it, and uh, it's featuring Young So. It's one of the, uh, he's one of the underdogs of the group that was me, him, and Chad. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually told C, man, take my verse off to make sure Bun is on the song because it's on the UGK album. I don't want, this is my first place, man. He's like, nah, fuck that. You stand on that last verse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, that's what it is. And it came out like that. Fuck me up. You know what I'm saying? For real. It all happened so fast because, you know, people don't realize C was only home uh, a year and 11 months before he passed. He got out of jail from doing four years. And in a year and 11 months, he was gone. In the midst of that year and 11 months, bro, we worked every fucking day. Yeah. How, how did that connection happen at first? Was it, did you Man. meet Pimp or did you meet Bun at first? Pimp. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I met Bun. Prior to that, in several different occasions through uh, some of his day ones, shout out to Doom, shout out to Doc, shout out to all of them in the Minnesota camp long. Hog all y'all, man. Uh, that's what they introduced, like they put me with them. They seen the potential in me young. Like, bro, you just need to stay busy, man. You know what I'm saying? So I knew if I made myself an asset when C come home from prison, if I'm doing what I need to be doing, I know how to align, you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep working and moving without even seeing the end, just knowing what the end, what you want it to be. Huh. You know what I'm saying? And I made this shit work. Yeah. So how long after he's home do y'all finally connect them? Oh shit, instantly. <laughs> Through the streets, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He keep, C was rooted. C was rooted to the streets, man. He, he knew who was doing what, and you know, like I said, I made myself an asset to him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, little bro bringing something to the table. He working too. So it's not like, you know, I'm waiting on him to do shit. He called me, I'm moving. You know, I basically was like, see, I don't need no bread. Just let me travel with you. Let me meet the people I need to meet. I don't need no money. I'm good. And he was cool with that? That was the first time he heard somebody not asking for <laughs> shit. You know, like, man, look, man, just let me travel with you. I just need to meet the people I need to meet and work, yeah. bro. I don't need no bread, I'm good. I know, you know what I'm saying? Just let me shadow you. Oh. So what was that experience like, being able to shadow the great oh, Pimp man, C, man? bro, so many legendary sessions, bro. A lot of songs the world hasn't heard. They heard a few, hmm. but uh, man, bro, uh, shit, man, I could tell you about one. I'm gonna tell you about this one experience, man. We was in Hollywood with C actually mastering this album. Hmm. We had a session at three six crib. It's me, Bun, Toe, uh Jabri from Tennessee, uh Juicy J and Paul, man. Uh 
shit. <laughs> and we had, C did a few songs that night. One of them came out. And there's like two other songs he did that didn't. Oh, wow. It was a legendary session, bro. Huh. To say the least, man. Uh, you know, like, I'm gonna make this one real dope. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I saw you post that pic. Uh. Yeah, man, I just wanted to put it in uh, out of y'all. There it is. Yeah. So, you know, being around all these legends, man, man like. Being, I was 22 then, too, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to tell you my age, but shit. You motherfuckers know how to count. They can add it up. Yeah. But, uh, man, bro, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing, man, to be now, able to. You know, pretty much everybody I grew up listening to, man, if I haven't done, I got a relationship with them. If not, I've done songs with them. Uh, uh, E-40, Be Legit, Hey ball MJG, shit, uh, Scarface, that's my OG. Devin the Dude is my OG, you know what I mean? I was able to fuck with Ed Banks, you know what I'm saying? Two shorts, you know, like, bro, it's just been, it's like, man, see, Gave me a crash course on the industry and just clocked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy, bro. It's, that shit was totally unexpected. And mm. He had so much more life to live, man. It's just that uh, God ain't see it that way. Yeah. Um, what was Pimp like away from the music, then? Oh, man. It was definitely uh, a different side, a different layer to him. Family man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like people don't speak up on the, the, the best parts of Chad as much, so I like to highlight that. I ain't gonna talk about, you know, shit that they might hear of Pimp C, we gonna talk about Chad, you know what I'm saying? Gave everything, he was a giver. He made sure he put people like me in position to to win, give me the knowledge and let me do what I need to do with it to keep going. So when Chad died, I'm not thinking about it like, damn, my partner, my nigga just died in, in, uh, in Hollywood. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I moved to L.A. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just ambitious. Like, if I sit in Texas too long at the time, you know, like, bro, I, you know, I got to stay close to the real work. And the real work is in Cali. Yeah. Say, man. All right, so can you like explain like Pimp's creative process while in the studio? Man, man? look, the creative process, man, would start probably at home or through a phone call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I had my own setup at his shit at my at my crib. Pimp had his setup at his condo in the city, and then Port Arthur, he would record with Averix. Shout out to Aves, he produced uh, Gravy, uh, The Game Belong to Me. Couple other motherfuckers, and the game been good to me. He did that one too. So, uh, you know, man, pimp. It wasn't no. It, every song came out different, started different. You know what I mean? It wasn't ever just a. Man, we was living on the fly, if I could say, it was in real time. How much game did you pick up as All far as a the producer? Game. All the game. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I pulled up with the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's, it's going down. Man, matter of fact, I got a street politician right here, man. You know what I'm saying? I got Fetty, 
right here. That's eight time the PA connection, and I got hard here to right here too, man. Representing the city, man. H time, man. Yes, sir. You know. So how does the song "Grind Hard" get created then? Bro, man, I get a phone call from Toe. Toe was like, man, I got these files, man. Pimp wants you to touch this track. So he <laughs> sent the files to me through my my nigga Dre Rude. What's up, Rude? Well, uh, I was actually in a session with uh, OG Ant. Shout out to OG Ant, Rock Solid, my niggas from Cloverland. And he brought the files from the hood, from PA to Houston to me while I was in the studio. And uh, I ended up hitting Toe, like, Toe, man, what you? He, no, Toe ended up hitting me like, man, how much you want for the beat? I'm like, shit. I don't want shit for the beat. I don't want the last verse. And I'm we gonna send that shit back to film. I did that motherfucker quick little bit, sent that bitch back. Oh, it's going on the album. It's going on the UGK album. I'm like, man. And he didn't put me on the pimpulation. I was around for all that, but he was like, man, I'm gonna make sure you on my on my job shit. I didn't understand at the time. I was like, goddamn pimp, if you can't get me on this rap a lot album, how the fuck you gonna get me on this album when you got Jazzy Face, Swiss beats, you got all these niggas sending you beats. You know what I'm saying? Face produced on it, Pimp did it. Mm -hmm. it. It just was like, man, I couldn't see it then. I'm like, man, I don't know how this nigga gonna put me on his album, but he got on the album. The last <laughs> song to get on the album, but he got on the. Oh, for real? It was the last was able, one on there? Yeah. And before he passed, man, uh, he actually, we had a show in Dallas, and uh, he pulled me up on the stage. Me and Toe, Toe was actually his hype man for that show. Pimp, it was actually, a, he booked himself twice. He had two shows in one night. Huh. In the same city, different sides of town. So when he pulled us up, I got footage of all this shit too. He talked about the album going number one and we did Grind Hard. That's the only time we did Grind Hard because the album dropped on August 7, 2007, and he died on December 4th, 2007. Oh, so it was crazy. Like, uh, I remember the day that they found Chad, uh, an email went out to everybody that was on that album because they just found out that they got nominated for. Uh, a Grammy. Oh wow! For the players and sheesh, she was crazy, man. Yeah. So how does the the undergrounds? How does that get uh, underdogs? The underdogs. Say, the underdogs. Basically, man, I, you know, like uh, Pimp was fucking with. He liked Slim Thug and how Slim was moving at that time, and he was like, man, bro, I got to do a project with my niggas too. Ooh, ooh. he looked at it like, man, them niggas coming out looking good, shit, we finna do the same shit, nigga. Me and you gonna do the beats, I'm on the hooks and shit. It's gonna be, that was the shit. He was, he was looking at the Boss Hog Outlaws and that was the underdogs. And he mimicked, and I ain't gonna say mimicked, he looked at that and like, man, I'm finna do the same shit with my PA niggas. Yeah, no, that's hard right there, man. Hell yeah. So how do you end up in Lupe's Hip Hop Saved My Life? Man, music bro, video that there. shit happened. As the main character at that. To my homie with the drink. That's what his ass say. It just happened like that. It just was a, <laughs> man, I got a call. I got a call and he was like, man, they need you to shoot. You gonna wanna be the main character in this record? Not realizing it was gonna be a hip hop classic. Yeah. Bro, he just fell in line. I had braids, shit, it, it fit the shit. <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Without me going too much, shout out to Lupe, man. Shit, waking up every day, man. That shit was on MTV every day. On fucking Heavy rotation. Everywhere, man. People still hit me to, to the day with that stack that cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Man, that was just been a blessing. That's why I say it's a journey, bro. Like, basically, man, being ready when your number called. Doing music, bro, it's a, you don't know when you're gonna pop, how you're gonna pop. I've been able to do what I love yeah. every day, all day, the last 16 years. Nah, that's a classic you know video, man. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it, that was one of the ones, man. All right, so um, next comes the UGK for Life album. UGK for Life album. Oh man, bro. So was this already? I'm gonna say this shit, man. Look, since I'm popping out, like, bro, like, C wouldn't allow. Not saying he wouldn't allow us to have the cameras on, but man, back then, you don't want people to hear the creative process. People hear this shit when we drop this shit. We don't want these people to see us or hear us shit, so they can go mimic or bite or do any of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So. This all of this social media, it's still leaving now. It's new to me, like, bro, even when I was working with Nip. I'm going to go back to the UGK for life, but we didn't really show too much. We ain't want nobody to hear this shit till yeah. they dropped it. But uh, on the UGK for life album, the album would have, it was turned in a whole nother way. The yeah. way that y'all heard the album was not how we, we turned it in. But, uh, you know, everybody got to touch it. But I was an 808 boy. The 808 boys was Pimp C. That was his production crew. Pimp C, Steve Belo, he produced uh, Swishes and Doja, mm -hmm. and uh, and myself. Goddamn, bro, hey, man, it's just, you making me go back, relive this shit, going back through there, man. Me, A, Belo, and Pimp, that was the 808 boys. So we turned the project in as produced by the 808 boys, but they ended up, you know, Corey Mo got a couple records on it, Manny Fresh on it, Akon produced a record on it. Uh, you know, it was a family affair. Were y'all blindsided by the changes? Oh, nah, hell nah. We knew okay. everything that was going on, you know, because a lot of stuff was going on with sample clearances and shit too. So, gotcha. You know, uh, and we had that date for it to come out. It came out on, uh, the crazy part about the UGK for Life album, bro, it came out on March 31st, 2009. Nipsey died on March 31st, 2019. So, in between, the UGK for Life album, speeding all the work up into that. On March, the 10 year anniversary of the UGK for Life album, the same day Nip died. Yeah. It was just fucking crazy. Yeah, it's eerie. Know? Yeah. Fucking crazy, bro. Uh, the purse come first, man. Talk about purse that, that first, session, man. Shout out Big Gilp, man. Yes, uh, shit, I did that record and we sent that to Gilp and he did it. That was one of the records. You know, uh, a lot of those songs on the UGK for Life album, they just jumped on them and we mixed them and Jive did what they did with them. Okay. Yeah, but, what uh, about you? I, I, another record, though. Uh, well, no, nah, I ain't going to even say that on camera. Cause it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's some shit going on with that. But, okay. uh, yeah. Used to be that, man. This got all man. the legends Used on to this be, shit, man. man. Like, nah, that's, that's, that actually uh, was a record I sampled. It was a Port Arthur record called uh, Trill Connection. It was a DMD record featuring Pimp C. And that was a record that had a Marvin Gaye sample in it that we didn't, wasn't able to clear quick enough. And uh, I had to flip it at the last minute, but that's featuring E-40, Be Legit. E-40 and- uh, Ballin' G. I mean Ballin' G, I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a classic right there, man. man. look, man, so like I said, I don't it's know a Ball and G, E-40 and- I grew up listening to everybody. I got records together these before, niggas, man. man. And you know what, that's crazy because that is the only record that, uh, shit, UGK and A-Ball and MJG and E-40 and B-Long. Yeah. It's yeah. legendary shit right there, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know. Uh, then you had a few uh, placements on uh, the Naked Soul. Naked Soul album. Uh, Shit, I co-produce What Up, but all right, before we get through that, What Up was a song called Let's Talk Money. Hmm. Let's Talk Money was 
Lil Wayne featured Pimp C that leaked. Oh, wow. Okay, so how me, Mike Dean, shout out to Mike Dean, and Mr. Lee, who produced uh, Blue Laces 1 and 2 for Nip. That's how I met Nip. Uh, Lee was working with Nip, and he called, like how we would keep each other busy. We would call each other, hey, man, I got such and such in the studio. He got an open budget. Oh, he got an open budget. So I sent Lee some beats, hmm. and Nip ended up having a beat CD. When he heard the record with Lil Wayne and Pimp, he like, oh, shit, I, I got this same beat. He put his version out. Oh, shit. And that's how I met Nip. You know what I'm saying? And shit, hold on, man. I'm going to do this again for the camera. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I got to. Y'all don't do the B-roll. Watch this. Hey, man. Just right here. There you go. Yeah, man. After This was the Let's Talk Money record, man. It ended up on Bullets Ain't Got No Names. Oh, shit. Goddamn. Make sure my nails ain't showing up my nails. <laughs> Goddamn, she looking crazy. But yeah, this is what started. This is when I met Nip to do, uh, they started rap niggas with. Okay. So what's your reaction when Drake jumps on the record? Man, that's what I'm saying. The, Wayne, the record had Lil Wayne on it at first, and then it ended up having Drake, young Drake at that, man. It was, shit, man, bro, it'd have been a blessing to be a part of some legendary <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? It was co-produced by me, that was produced by, uh, Shit, Boy Wonder. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And Drake did a great job of his whole career just keeping his sound within his sound. And that's some shit that C used to do too. He used to make sure he kept us on his shit. Drake did the same shit. Like, you don't, you, you, I mean, you do now, but back then he kept his sound within 40 and goddamn Boy Wonder. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it's supposed to go. But I was able to give me some Drake crits, you know what I'm saying? There Young. you go, man. That's major right there. Yeah. And what about the Dickies record? Man, it's a lot of shit with that Dickies record. <laughs> uh, shit, that was the song that kind of started up this shit between uh, what could have or what was the beef with uh, Pimp and Jeezy. Hmm. It was behind that record. Really? Yeah. Uh, initially, it was Shorty Red, but C ended up redoing it because they were supposed to swap out on that record and they didn't. Hmm. And uh, that's what led up to. That Atlanta phone call, the Atlanta radio station phone <laughs> the call. The legendary phone call. Yeah, know. he just wanted to holler at Jeezy because they were supposed to be swapping. Jeezy was supposed to be on uh, Take the Hood Back. That oh, was really? on that album, oh, the UGK album. He wanted Jeezy on that record, but he ended up having putting Slim on the Vicious on the Rest of Peace Vicious for another part of the UGK family. Hmm. He died a few years ago, and uh, Slim Thug, Slim Thug, Middle Finger, and Vicious on that. Okay. <laughs> And was Bun always on um, Dickies as well? Oh, or was it just yeah, and but it's a different verse. He put a different verse when we did it for the uh, Rap A Lot project, and then Jeezy ended up jumping on it. Oh, okay. Again, with a different verse. Oh, but, sure. uh, yeah, hell yeah. 
you know, pimp fuck with them dickies and at that time and shit. You still, <laughs> I still, you know, UGK'd up, dicked up. It's, we, you know, we went with the original colors at first and then we had every last fucking color. <laughs> White possible, man. That's how we used to know. We were rocking at the time. Yeah. European gold style and all the jeans and goddamn dicky shirts. Some real uh, Houston culture right there. Yeah, man. Port Arthur, man. Port Arthur. I'm culture. from PA, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Living in the city, but I'm a PA nigga, man. PA trio nigga, man. Yeah. All right, what about the counting money single? Bun, Gotti, and Gucci. I sampled myself from Grind Hard. That's me on the fucking rubber band. A nigga need a bunch of rope. I sampled myself counting money all day. I'm on the hook of that. So I mm. produced it. I'm on the hook, and it's featuring Yo Gotti and Gucci, man. We actually shot the video in Atlanta. Shout out to Boom Town. He shot that, he, he shot that video, and uh, I think that might have been the last record that Yo Gotti and Gucci did together. Yeah. Because right after that, you know, I remember it was something behind that 1017 day. He was mad that yo guy that might have dropped that. Which album. was wild, man. <laughs> like, it was like it all happened right before me because uh we shot that video maybe like two months before all uh, that shit happened. That yeah, was in shit. 2010. Yeah. yeah. What was it like working in the studio with Bun? Man, man, Bun and, and Pimp were night and day. Pimp would work all night. Pimp would, and Bun would rather record in the morning. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So Pretty much, we made it easy for Pimp. I mean, we made it easy for Bun on that Trillo G album where he could just walk in and do his shit to try to keep it as how C used to have it for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, you know, I only had that one record on there, but shit, it was the single, so I'm cool with that. I like, I'm, I'm gonna bust off and, and get, my, get mine out the way, you know? Um, then you guys finally dropped the, the Underdogs album, man. Man, bro, that was just the first one for Pimp, man. It's, you know, hey I, I man, you know, it's a blessing that uh, C worked so much mm -hmm. to where, you know, we still got music, still music now. Mm -hmm. I would like it to come out how it's gonna come out later, but it's gonna be done right, you know? Okay. Make sure that kids and they able to feel a legacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do what they do. Shout out Chris. Shout out to Lil Corey and goddamn Chad Jr. Yeah, so the uh, the Underdogs album, that was something all three of you guys have recorded together, Man, or did you guys kind of have to piece it together? Nah, it wasn't pieced together. It was just, uh, you know, like, we had to do it for Pimp, dude. We was doing what needed to be done with Pimp at the same time, not try to force it with a bunch of C music on there. He's on there. I, he, I put the grind hard on there, and I got him talking through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And saying shit, and I got a PA record that we had did. But you know, shit, that was something for me. The first one for Pimp. Yeah. Yeah. I said Zero, Kelly Calleone on there, goddamn. Yeah, man. Shit. We shot one video for that project, and then it was a lot of shit that went on. And, you know, we still here. Yeah. Why didn't we ever get another Underdogs album? It's done. We oh, just it's got done. Yeah, matter of fact, Toe was supposed to be here, but it's today is daughter's birthday and oh, they're on the family really? trip. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's 10 years in the making. When we dropping this? Hey, man, you can't rush perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a lot of politics with this. You know what I mean? The whole point is lasting. Yeah. Being able to last and sit here and talk to you about it later. You know, it's timeless music. Chad is timeless, so it's not no rush to put out that. And, you know, I had a lot to do with other records that came out with, uh, with Chad's voice on it. But, uh, goddamn. 
the fucking Views record, that, that actually was the intro to UGK for Life album. Hmm. That was a part of it. Uh, the verse on uh, Faithful, that was supposed to be the intro on the UGK okay. for Life album. Yeah. It was a song called UGK for Life that that came from. And uh, what else? That fucking ASAP record with Juicy. Uh, that Getting Money record, that's the name of it. The, uh, I don't remember the name of it. I can't remember, yeah. Uh, Wavy Bone. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was a verse, too, I put together for that. You know, it's a lot of shit I did that I wasn't credited for, but it's cool. It's uh, all, you know, they know where, it's, where it come from. Yeah. So you touched on, you know, how you met Nipsey, but talk about just kind of building up that relationship over the years, man. Man, like I knew Nip for 10 years. We met because of the Let's Talk Money record leaking and him putting his verse on there. <laughs> and he put it out on, if you look at the picture, bro, I was sick. Like, this, <laughs> like my boy, shout out Lambo Lux and rest in peace to Young Low, man. My nigga just died, man, uh, in Miami a few days ago. Uh, shit, but yeah, uh, that Let's Talk Money record is how me and Nip even ended up fucking around for real. Uh, Nip studied Houston sound like he fucked with us musically. He fucked with UGK. He rapped over the players and he rapped over Gots to Be a G, which is Kiki record produced by Mr. Lee, who mm -hmm. produced Blue Laces 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. So Lee put me with like that. You know, I stay within the music circles and I stay close to the work that's going to keep me working. Uh, and that started rap niggas, you know what I'm saying? We did rap niggas in 2013. You heard it in 2018, but that wasn't how it came. Originally, Boosie was on that record. Oh, shit. And Jeezy was on the record. Yeah. We did rap niggas in 2013. Yeah, I remember seeing that tweet, yeah. There you go. Uh, there it is. Yeah, we did rap niggas in 2013, man. So, you know, it was one of them. Huh. Why did it take so man. long to drop then? Business. You know, there was a lot of shit went on with that record. And, you know, had to let had to let time do what time do. So I'm going to pop out with them. Pop yeah. out with the plaques and pop out with the music. So did you guys get in the studio together for that? Or? For sure. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Me and Nip worked closely together, bro. That was my dog. Like, I'm living in L.A., bro. He had a studio off of uh, downtown off of Olive Street, bro, before he got the studio. We well, built out, you know what I'm saying? Which after he did uh, Crenshaw, do mailbox money and all that shit. But I was fucking with him before all of that. Mm. So, you know, when it came time to, like, Victory Lap really was supposed to come out like 2015. Uh, for a lot of reasons it didn't. And it came out in 18. I'm glad it did come out because yeah. he passed in 19. But, uh, yeah, pretty much a lot of that album was done and recorded with uh, Rilo Styles. That's Nipsey Soul producer, shout out Rilo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how shit go. And, you know, you gotta say, it's the music industry, man. You gotta take care of your business, man. Cause shit happens, you know. Were you living in LA at the time that he had passed or were you back in nah, Texas? Nah, I moved then? back to Texas uh, like when my daughter was born. When I was okay. 13, so. Uh, I was there from eight to 14 strong. And then, uh, you know. I mean, I had pretty much my lawyers and all my business, my management, and all that shit was in LA. So I made, I did with it what I needed to do to where I didn't have to live in LA no more. Yeah, understood. You know what I'm saying? Well, my shit getting, I could stay creative and stay having fun doing the music, and I got my sharks to go take care of the business. Yeah. 
So what's your reaction when you hear about Nipsey, man? Because this thing kind of played out oh, on social man, media bro. too. Like you know. it's 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 fucked up when you gotta see a nigga like the shit was in fucking real time on fucking the internet, bro. Like just with the phones and shit, bro. It fucked me up. I was like, man, uh, shit, nigga ain't deserve to get done like that right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, shit. Just one of them, you know, like, so when, after Nip passed, you know, when they get to trying to talk about us correcting all this shit with rap niggas, it's just like, bro, I don't even really want to talk about it because I'm reliving this shit again with C. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The shit that happens with an artist and the stuff that goes on with their music when they pass and just with their business, it'd be crazy because my relationship was with Nip. I didn't really, you know, I knew BH, and that was my dog, you know, I fuck with a couple of people in this camp, but I was, I'm a creator, you know what I'm saying? I'm not chilling, and, you know, we worked. We ain't working shit, I got my own partners I can go fuck with, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was my nigga, but you know, his, all my niggas wasn't his and vice versa, you know, so. No, I understood, man. Yeah, long live that, man. Mm-hmm. So here we are, 2023. What inspires you to keep creating today, you know? Man, it's a new run. We finna come back outside, man. UGK alumni. Keep that the trill stamp country rap sound going, you know what I'm saying? Along with I got R and B artists and shit too. So, you know. Come uh, on, drop some names. Who you who you working with? Right Manjo. I got him uh well, I didn't get him. He's featured on uh Gucci Man's album. He had a record on Gucci Man album before the pandemic dropped. Mm-hmm. Superstar. I got fed in there, man. I'm finna get that country shit to him. That's my country cousin, man. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute since Atlanta then uh, had what I'm finna do with him. You know, it's gonna bring that Southern playlistic shit back. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Dungeon fan and shit. I got my shit. I'm finna drop the underdog shit. I'm glad you, it's crazy that you, you feel me? You know exactly what to ask me. It's, yes, there is, <laughs> there is albums done and projects done, you know? You just gotta make sure you're having fun doing this shit again. Cause when you see what's going on with this shit, you gotta really yeah. just kind of sit back and be like, man, you gotta separate the music from the bullshit that go on around the music. You know what I'm saying? So if I can't do it right, I'll chill and wait, you know? Nah, I don't blame you. Do it how I'm supposed to do it the right way. Real shit. Yeah. You do it right the real the right you do it right the first time. You ain't gotta go back and redo shit and all that now. You drop it, this in history books, the sales and all that shit to go behind and you keep going. Yeah. You can't unflush the toilet. You, know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you flush the toilet, it's gone. So that's how I look at the music. It's gonna, you know, do that shit, put it out, do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you mentioned being a father, man. Talk about fatherhood. Man, you know bro. what you've learned I, by being one a father, daughter, man. man. One daughter, man. Nine-year-old daughter, baby, man. She's amazing, man. So once I had my child, it really just made me kind of, you know, like I was always my twenties to thirty. You know, I was thirty when I had my first child. So I'm able to solely just go straight behind my career, but I, I move totally different since I got a kid, you know. Now, you know, I'm not everywhere. I'm only where I need to be. Mm-hmm. I'm out the way, in the mix and out the way. Yeah, gotta be here for these kids, man. Man, for real. That's all it's about. It ain't about none of this other shit. All that other shit to call Jared, man. Hey, man, that shit come and go. And when you really, it's, it's, that don't mean shit. It gotta be in your heart, not on you, not in you, all that shit. You wanna be able to talk about 15 years later. You know what I'm saying? To be able to talk about it and see the change and how shit go, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to 
But my young G's, I can bridge the gap between the OG's and the young niggas because I'm in the middle of all that. I understand the young niggas and I understand the OG's, you know. You know, hip-hop got to get back to just music and not the antics. Yeah, definitely, man. Social media definitely changed this shit, man. Changed it to what, you know, producers like me and a couple of other people, I ain't going to, you know, we just sit back and work. You know what I'm saying? Of course they want to see this shit, but they can't see it in real time. <laughs> they can't see it in gotta real time. Got to be smart about it, man. Got to know how to move because yeah. they watching. So you mentioned Pimp still having unreleased music, man. How yeah, much would you C say is still out there, man? Enough. <laughs> enough. To, you know what I'm saying? See works, man. See work. He worked. You know, I ain't gonna see. I know it's your job to ask me these questions. And I gotta know how to answer. That's what the fans wanna know, right? Yeah, it's still, man, C worked. If you wanna hear some more Pimp C, you know, it, 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 it can happen. <laughs> Do you think it will happen? It will, the right okay. way. It will, the right way, through the kids. You know, the legacy for them. Yeah. You know, I'm here because I'm a product of Chad, man. He gave me this game, man. You know what I'm saying? See, it looking like I'm, you know what I'm saying? This is what it's supposed to look like, man. You got to be able to have some trophies to show for the hard work, man. I got my first number one in 2007. Yeah. Real said, man. Real life. All right, you know, you got a shout out you like to get before yeah, we wrap it up shout here, Shout out to my, my niggas, man. They're supposed to be here. Goddamn G-Rock, man. Shout out to my nigga, Mac Nichols. Shout out to all my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn, I got uh, D-Boy coming out of Cleveland, man. AVLS, Long Lil' Kim Ball, man. Shit. Long Lil' IRP, man, Mama West, Pimp Chad, Vicious, man, UGK family. We took a lot of L's, man, for real, for real. So, you know. And uh, while I'm here, I got to address some shit because, uh, man, it was a lot, it's a lot of niggas uh, with these Pimp C stories, bro, that might have been around for a few weeks, a few months. I'm going to speak on it because you, you making me speak on it, man. Uh, I call him a lick gone wild. You know how they say girls gone wild? You know, I call him a lick gone wild. He was a lick gone wild. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, he was able to be around some shit, hear some family shit, and he take it. He, he gonna always say a little bit of the truth and a bunch of lies. He sit around the house with the wood walls and shit and wood, and getting in the bed, making these motherfuckers, these videos and shit, I'ma am out on, on your platform. Because at the end of the day, man, Pimp stood on business, and Pimp ain't have no problem speaking his motherfucking mind. Pimp ain't need nobody to say what was on his mind. He gonna say it right there. And if he wanted the world to know anything, he would have said anything or anything of that nature. So for anybody that would be going around talking about family business and uh, whole shit that you know goddamn well you wouldn't do if C was alive or mama alive, man, you need to go ahead and chill with that whole shit. For real, for real. That ain't. You ain't from Texas, let alone PA. You know what I'm saying? That's family business, man. You, you, you brothers gone fight, brother. That's what it is. That's how that shit is. For a nigga from out of state, from Mississippi, to be talking about this whole ass shit when you wasn't even around, nigga, you was a lick. You paid to be around. You, you, you was a lick, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? You was able to meet your fucking your your favorite rapper, bro, and do a couple records with him, bro. You didn't live with C. What the fuck, a man fresh out of prison, married with a five-year-old daughter, look like inviting somebody into his home to live? No, nigga, you had a hotel room down the street, man. Tell the truth, you might have been over there, but you ain't living this man's eyes and shit. Like, you know, like, people got to realize this shit too, man. These people got family. These dead orders got family. So when you get to talking about this shit, like, man, have some respect for the man's family, man. 
You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real, man. It's, it's been going on far too long, man. Bun didn't told me to chill. Like, you know, man, don't even say nothing. Oh, 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 and this and this and this and this. But this, man, I'm I, this bun ain't supposed to be worried about this shit. I'ma check it, nigga. I'm the I'm the YG, nigga. I'm a pimp little nigga, man. Port Arthur born and raised, nigga. He put me here, man. You see these plaques, man. You see all this shit, that's all Pimp C doing, man. Hey man, you feel me? <laughs> Gave me the game, man. Pimp don't give me no game that he learned on Big Pimp and I get fucked on rap niggas. If Pimp don't give me the game that he learned on Big Pimpin', I get fucked on rap niggas. Yeah. He gave me that game, man. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. It's business. Man. For real, for real, man. This this I had to make sure I had to address this shit before we got up out of here, man. Hey man, the world know who he is. I ain't gonna even, you know, take it, let him do whatever he wanna do with that shit, man. I don't, he ain't, he, I'm everywhere like the L, man. I don't see these them niggas in the highs, man. Church. 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 <laughs> Move it. Long little paper chase, man. Long little paper chase, man. PC the chain, man, man. And it's crazy because, man, paper chase, man. Man, bro. This is my first time in the A since Paper died. He died 15 years to date. A C passing, bro, on December 4th, and that's his brother right here, man, and that's his right hand behind me, man. He made sure that we locked in. He made sure that we were all locked in before he got out of here, man, and it's crazy for him to die. He was actually on the Get The Old video with the purple mink on, man. Okay, yeah. That's Paper Chase, man. He died on December 4th. 2022, man, it's, it's, it's crazy, I don't know. Man, hold on, man. Chase, man, pull one up. Oh, shit. Long little PC to check, man, paper chase, man. Man, bro died, goddamn, on 15 years to date of Pete, uh, pimp passing, man. <laughs> Can't question God, man, but goddamn, man. Yeah, where you at? Got my tickets on. Yeah. Got my tickets on. Got my tickets on. Got my tickets on. Got my tickets on.